and this episode of Hat Trick Hockey is brought to you by Tony's Joint. They are located at 20 Talbot Street South, Unit 5. Make sure you stop by the joint and check out all their cannabis products. You must be 19 or older to enter. Must have valid ID. Check them out. Tony's Joint. And what's going on, everybody? It is episode number 38 of Hat Trick Hockey, brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. Um, so right off the hop, a little bit of a different look on our episode today. So Rob's on the IR for the week. He hurt his shoulder. So uh, Rob's pretty banged up right now. He's in a sling and stuff. So he'll be back on with us next week. So we'll sort all that out next week, figure out what's going on with Rob here. So we just want to say, Rob, take it easy. You know, don't hurt it even more than it already is. Um, so he'll be back on with us next week. Next thing in line here real quick is the merch store. So we dropped a bunch of new shirts in the merch store. There's still, I think a couple more that have to go up still, but I think there's like, uh, I think there's at least like seven or eight new, new shirts in our store. So some of them are, they're sick guys. Like seriously, they're sick. Shirts are only 15 bucks. So we're going to probably work out a deal. I'm thinking I want to do uh possibly like, don't get me wrong. This might not be the thing, but I would like it to possibly be a, like buy your first shirt for $15 and get like $5 off your second shirt. So essentially you would get two shirts for only 25 bucks. So I don't know where else you're going to get a deal like that. That's a great deal on two shirts. So two shirts, 25 bucks is what I'm hoping that we can do. So, uh, but like I said, the shirts are on the site. You can order them. Um, they look sweet. I'll tell you guys that. Um, also, I just want to talk about a couple things real quick. The first thing I'll, I'll address the, uh, the elephant in the room, which would be the whole, referee thing there with tim fucking peel uh when he was ref in nashville and the red wings there the other night where he was on a hot mic and he said something along the lines of uh that he wanted to get a penalty in on nashville early <sighs> big no-no um i should he be fired i don't know the only thing that i don't like about it is is like look at years ago when they had that that ref in the nba and remember he was like making calls and games and shit. And then he was like letting guys know on who was missing games and this and that. I don't know. I don't really watch a whole lot of basketball, but there was something along the lines of the ref and he was like fixing games and shit. So he was, I believe he was let go by the league. So here's the thing. This guy was going to retire at the end of the year. So at the end of this season, he was done. He was done. He would have been all done. So with there only being like maybe 20 games left of the regular season so far. So they just kind of let him go because he's going to be retiring. So it's kind of nice of them to just say, here, have an early, uh, just go and be done with like refing and stuff. Like imagine he was early in his freaking career where he, he would have, he would have fucked up his whole career. But uh, I don't know, to be honest with you, I don't like it. To me, it's kind of a black eye on the sport. And uh, it, it honestly, it didn't even help the Red Wings at all. They still lost two to nothing that night. So, but we'll bounce back at some point, hopefully. Uh, the next thing I, that I also didn't like 
was the Aaron Ekblad there. His leg injury was pretty gruesome. Um, he had to have surgery and stuff like that. Apparently, it was broken more than one spot. So Aaron is obviously out for the season, which sucks because Florida was doing – they were rolling in Florida. Um, hockey's going great for them right now. They have a winning record. They have a great coach. The team's rolling, and then now this happens to him. It's a huge loss. He's uh, he's obviously one of their top guys on D. He's uh, But it was just – I don't know. It was a weird play. I, to, to be honest with you, I didn't even fucking watch it because I can't stand shit like that. Like when I seen the the whole uh, who was the when I seen the whole like uh, Prescott there when freaking he broke his leg and it was like a bow and arrow or whatever. It was like Mur. I can't do that shit, man. I don't like that stuff. So to be honest with you, I didn't watch it. I heard it was pretty bad. So hopefully he can come back and play and everything can be okay. I understand he's going to have a long road ahead of him when it comes to, uh, he's going to have a lot of rehab, a lot of rehab to do on that. So we're wishing him the best of luck and a speedy recovery. That being said, the last thing I will kind of want to address is Patrick Marlowe. So Patrick Marlowe is 10 games away from Gordy Howe for most games played in the NHL. He is at 1,757 games. Uh, number one is obviously Gordy Howe, who had 1,767 games. So he's 10 games away. This man is an absolute beast. Points are falling off a little bit. He's a little older, which is understandable. But he, uh, he just keeps ticking. So he just passed Mark Messier. Mark Messier had 1,756. He's already passed Yamer Yager, who had uh, 1,733. He passed Ron Francis, who had 1,731. So he's passed, like, some absolute legends. He's about to pass one of the biggest legends in hockey history, and that being Mr. Gordy Howe. So he's got 10 games. So I ho- honestly... I don't, I don't even want to fucking say this, but I hope nothing happens to him and he gets these games in and he can be number one. The part that sucks is he's never won a cup. He's uh he's kind of a heart and soul guy. He works his, works his bag off. He's tried to go other spots to try to win a cup and obviously didn't work out. But that being said, he's a, uh, he's a fucking gem. That guy, absolute gem. He's an iron man. He's been like, he's played so many games like obviously he's played so many games but he's played a lot of those games in a row like without missing one so there's him uh well actually keith yandel i think just crossed 900 games in a row played like that is unheard of like who does that that is a freak complete freak so congrats to actually both of those guys um but yeah, that's pretty much all I all I had here. I was just going to keep it short and sweet now because you know we didn't have Rob, so it's a little hard to sit here when you're trying to talk to yourself, right? So that being said, we're going to flip it over to our interview. We got an absolute fucking beaut on with us. One of the hometown boys uh, played a little like 73s out east, all that stuff. We're going to talk about all that. So in the meantime, everybody enjoy this interview. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. Here he is, Mr. Timmy McDermott. Don't talk! 
silent and profiling. And Rob, we have one of the hometown boys on here with us today. He's a part of the uh, hometown 73s here for a couple of years back in the day. I think he was two to three years there. Spent a little time in uh, in Nova Scotia, played a little junior A hockey as well. Uh, we want to give a big welcome here. Timmy McDermott. What's up, buddy? What's going on? Not too much. Thanks for having me. How's everything going? Good. Living the dream. <laughs> Living the dream. So <laughs> I always like... I always love to start from way back where it all started. So, Tim, where did it all start, man? Where did you fall in love with the game of hockey? Well, actually, when I was uh, really young, I didn't start. Normally, you started two years of half ice, and then you went into the full ice. But I never did play for some reason. And the only reason I got started is because uh, the novice team was short players, and they decided, uh, or I decided, I'll go out. I went that weekend to uh, public skating to learn how to stop. I used to stop like with the Robbie toe drag. <laughs> but, uh, I had to learn how to stop sideways. And I finally learned that before I uh, played novice. So you did it over a weekend. Yeah. I just, oh. that's all I kept doing. Chopping, chopping, chopping. until I right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Holy shit. That's, that's actually kind of, that's impressive too, to be, so young and learn how to stop like that just over a weekend well you're watching everybody right you see it all the time but i just could never do it oh wow damn well hockey was a big part of your family right oh yeah my brother my dad you got a bro older brother ron that uh played net for the 73s at one time didn't he yeah and my dad i think he played with phone books on his uh kneecaps he played net too so <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they got um, some stories. So like how old were you when you when you got into the the like travel side of it and stuff like that? I think by Bantam you were doing hotel trips and stuff like that to uh, weekend tournaments and by the time you meet all your friends and your buddies and uh you end up having a great time and you want to do it 12 months out of the year, right? So mm -hmm. Did, did you always play in Essex, Tim? Yeah. Every, yeah. Everything was in Essex. Yeah. Not until I got older did I go outside of home base, but. Mm -hmm. Now, where you played, where did you play forward or did you play D? Defense right off the get go. Oh, um, wow. I think that's where you could put the uh, less stellar people. <laughs> the lazy people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so like growing up and stuff like who was your was your like favorite guy watching growing up and did you try to kind of idolize your game after him uh not really on tv anybody um i loved watching uh the 73s when i was young uh just going there to go to the canteen that was worth the <laughs> worth the night's trip but uh french yeah, fries i didn't really have uh Anybody in particular, I didn't have a favorite team or anything like that, but I just liked watching any type of hockey. Well, is there anybody who was who was on the squad here then who you kind of like looked up to when like any of the under? any of the older guys, like when I got into junior C, any of the older guys I looked up to. Right now I, I laugh at them, but I looked up to them when I was 15, 16 years old. But uh 
Yeah. Like Lee Jones, he was a big name back then. Yeah. yeah. He, he used to love to practice because he didn't have to fight. <laughs> <laughs> but watching a guy like that, you know, that was uh, pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, was Dean Den on the team at that time? He was there when I watched. Yeah, but I didn't play with him. Oh, okay. But, uh, I did watch him. Um, I remember getting a stick one time in the playoffs. It was a Lafleur or something. They gave me a stick when they were coming off the ice, and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And I, I was probably on TV. I don't know, but <laughs> like it was just amazing. And I think I still have that stick somewhere. The autograph is off it. I know that, but I still have the stick. Who signed it? Uh, his last name was Lafleur or La. Lafleur, I think some type of Lafleur. I have to look it up, but I was gonna say I know a yeah. couple of Fleurs that played. I don't know if they played like junior. They're all out of Kingsville, though. Yeah, all those boys. Um, so like, how old were you when you got your first look from the seventy threes here? Um, I was. I just got done midget. We just got beat out. Um, sixteen years old. I played uh, two regular season games and then playoffs started so I was like thrown right into the fire um it was uh medlam there I <laughs> the places were burning down when we were going to the to play in Leamington and that and uh they were shutting lights off and I'm going wow this is old time hockey <laughs> I never used to get in fights but you had to fight when you got to junior C so <laughs> well those were the big rivalries right Leamington and Essex Oh, that's huge. So you did get thrown right into the fire. Yeah, I remember the they used to have people in the rafters at Essex Arena to watch the playoff games. And yeah. just, you know, you're so excited just to see that, let alone you had to play a hockey game too. But yeah, yeah that was so intense. And I even get goosebumps thinking about it now because you, you won't see that no more, right? Because fire codes and... Mm-hmm. Well, we're we're right around the same age, Timmy, and I remember having to wait like freaking thirty deep into the line to go into those games. Yeah, like it was awesome hockey, hot ticket. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun going to the barn. Mm-hmm. How much that if that old barn though? If well, if the walls could talk in that place, eh? Like the shit that you would hear, and like one of the things too. So hockey then to now, like how different is it? Like probably insanely different eh? night day good good in many ways or most ways but uh yeah the talent of the the young kids nowadays and the speed it's it's incredible i can't believe how how it can change not equipment wise or anything but just by their natural talent and their hard work off the ice it's amazing we just used to go smoke in between periods and (laughs) drink before and after and oh geez yeah, you can't get away with that anymore. The good old have days. Beer, have beer stuffed in a snowbank outside the door. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin oh. Miller throwing up in between periods. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that's funny. Was he like hammered or was he just? No, just his nerves. Oh, yeah. It was his nerves. He did it on call. Oh. It was amazing. <laughs> I did. <laughs> now, did, now, Tim, when, when you had uh, your first uh, Junior C game, didn't you have a fight? Oh, I probably. Or, I probably or in the playoffs, or was it? Oh, uh, I remember, yeah, we were in Leamington with Ricky Wright. Um, it was the first uh, bench-clearing brawl I got in. Jesus. And uh, 
I just happened to be, we didn't like each other. He's a great guy now, but on the ice, it was totally different. And uh, we got into a fight right at center ice. And uh, I was throwing whatever I could throw and I ended up landing a few and uh, he was leaning on me and bleeding from the mouth. And he said, uh, I'm done. I'm done. So I said, okay. And I skated off. I was uh, kicked out and I went to sit with my dad for the rest of the game. And he gave me shit for not finishing him at center ice. (laughs) He said one punch, he would have been down. Oh, he he asked me to stop dad. <laughs> he was hard. mumbling, and it was, I was only 16, so it wasn't really uh, mm-hmm. hard knocks yet. Mm-hmm. What kind of hockey player were you when you were playing junior C? I wasn't like I wasn't a talented guy. I was uh, I th- like to think I was smart. Um, break up a lot of plays. I still to this day I put my body in front of a puck. I'm 51 years old, and I will still block a shot. I'm like you're stupid you know (laughs) i I will go down on my knees and take a putt puck in the belly still to this day i don't know why that's uh, because your belly can't get out of the way well it's different now (laughs) but yeah i i was more of a a smart guy i'd stay home i'd do my job um they didn't pay me for goals and my stats reflect it so yeah that's about it I tell guys all the time, and uh, if you think I'm, I am going to lay down and block a shot, you're fucking insane. That's what I, I, I never <laughs> did trust a goalie. You don't trust them. Can't always, trust the goalies, can't trust the forwards, right? I always yeah. tell them, you're the one wearing all that shit, all the big pads. You're the one taking the puck, not this cat. <laughs> I didn't want the negative on my score sheet. Oh, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> no minuses. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> One of the things too, I always love to ask the guys who played here in town and that are from town and stuff is like, how nice was it? How awesome was it to just slide on that black and orange shirt for the first time? And I can't put really put it into words. I have it still in my closet. Um, when I was done, they gave it to me and uh, I still have my heavy leather 73 moccasin jacket or whatever it is but those are buttes man don't i oh. remember all the 73s wearing those jackets and they were the shit i am this far from button the front up again that far <laughs> they almost beat <laughs> but i some of the older guys the original 73s can still wear theirs and get away with it and you know it is when you see us that leather yeah leather or whatever it is yeah it's amazing I, I think it's got a crush velour inside. Crush velour. <laughs> like my first car, I think it was. <laughs> That's beautiful. What is that, velvet? <laughs> but yeah, the orange, orange, black, and white. I, I still catch myself singing that in the back of my head. If you drive by the arena, I'll toe tap it or something. But yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing how like a small town and that team that brought everyone together like that so it sure did it sure it's, did it's I, I so we're, we're gonna get uh dale flood on on the show and uh i was talking to him i bet you that guy could still fit into his 73s jacket oh yeah you know what i mean <laughs> and he's still got the feathered hair <laughs> <laughs> 
he has not changed a bit since the 70s. No. Late 70s, early 80s. So, oh, so he has some sick flow or what? He got oh, he's got flow? great hair. Great yeah. hair. Got the whole feather part right down the middle. But I was talking to uh, Jordan uh, Broman, and he said, he's like, uh, he plays, he, he, his dad played for the 73s as well, right? Uh, with Flutter and Jimmy Compo. And he said, Tim, Tim still plays the same fucking way. <laughs> He's dirty. He slashes your hands. He'll put the heel on top of your skate laces. He said he's he's a mean prick. I'm, I'm like it's like more like aggressive. I don't know about dirty. It's aggressive, right? Okay, we'll go with aggressive. And I still to this day, I'm a poor loser. I don't know how to lose. Yeah. I don't like losing. <laughs> I, I don't loser. think any of you McDermott's like losing. No. <laughs> One of the things too I love asking guys as well who played in town here is uh, just reaching for a. Reaching for a blonde over here, but uh, do you wear? Well, how do I wear this? It's pretty easy. But your first junior goal, where was it? Where was it? Was it nice? Was it something shitty? Like, um, first junior. I don't. I don't think I scored the first year I played the playoffs or whatever. I was too nervous to screw up, so. I'm pretty sure my first, excluding warm-ups, my first goal was <laughs> my first goal was in Essex. Um, oh, I'm sure, I think it was Amherstburg we were playing at the time. But uh, yeah, it wasn't intentional at all. It was uh, firing at the net. It went in, and like people had to tell me that it was you that did it because I thought. You know, it had to hit somebody, and I'm like, where's the puck? Where's the, hey, nice the flashes? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't nothing pretty, and, like, I don't remember too well how it Did happened. Did you get it the old Johnny Manziel? No, I, I didn't ride the stick. I didn't do anything like that. It was just like, oh, really? <laughs> I didn't ride the stick. Oh, ride now, the what, stick. What, who, who, who did you play with uh, on the 73s? I played with what, Lee. What were some memorable guys that you got to play with on there? Oh, Lee Jones, of course. Uh, Cuckoo Cosgrove. Cuckoo. Uh, he was a big defenseman, wasn't he? Fuck is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that a like yeah. nickname or is that his Jimmy name? Cosgrove. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, I hope. Or that's Mike. Mike. Right. Mike. Mike, okay. Mike Cosgrove. All right. Um, uh, Bill F or Finley. Um, I think it's oh Brad Finley. Yeah, he. Uh, he was really good, uh, but they didn't want to put two good guys together, right? Right, right. But yeah, so you were the seventh defenseman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one shift appearance. <laughs> you fucking guy. No, but I think uh, yeah, Lee, Lee, and uh, Cosgrove were probably the two most that I played with. Who was well, one? If I don't remember correctly, wasn't Lee always in fights? Because he was a he was a bigger guy out on the ice, right? Yeah, but he and he fought and he took punches as well as he could throw them. So right, he could lose a fight and still look good. Yeah, yeah. But um, and then any player off another team, that was the guy you had to go after if you wanted to prove yourself. Right, mm -hmm. right. So he, he had that reputation. 
Yeah, and uh, like when we go to Hanover, for he'd have gravestones on posters with his name on it <laughs> for people. Awesome. We're gonna have to get him on the show. We're gonna have oh, to get him on the show. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, you got to Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's got some stories. So now, now let's talk about your uh, your first ride on the seventy threes bus. Oh boy. Oh well, back then, it, right now it doesn't sound bad, but. Um, $80. I had to borrow money to lose money. They played so much cards on that. Even the coaches, the coaches were taking my money and I was 16. <laughs> like I, I think my, the money wrapped had said lunch money on it and they were taking it from me. <laughs> Screw you kid. Give me your I, money. I learned so many high, low Chicago Lou. I heard, learned all these games just in the first road trip. And I learned not to play. <laughs> did, did you did you enjoy your bus trips oh it was hilarious and like you had all the food sandwiches you want we had drinks and all that and uh you know it was well run well taken care of we didn't take school buses so it was half decently comfortable and uh it was kind of cool getting back home and two in the morning and somebody there to pick you up like you're a big shooter right but yeah fuck yeah <laughs> I was riding just, the greyhounds too what the fuck now oh yeah nowadays these guys are in fucking school buses well they it's either raise the ticket price or <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were good hey who's that who's that one guy who you just hated fucking playing against whether he was super good or he was super dirty or just that just that one guy you hated playing against aggressive not dirty aggressive yeah. Aggressive. Remember. It's a fine line. Allegedly. Yeah. And it's spelled <laughs> differently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ricky Wright out of Leamington was my, even when it came to baseball, I used to, we just butted heads. Um, well, he was a really good, good forward. So he was always in my face or in the corner and mm -hmm. I was being aggressive with him. <laughs> but Ricky Wright out of Leamington, he's a good guy too. Like I, I'll talk to him now to this day. But uh, yeah, he had the talent, and he was always, always there to get in your face. It's a funny thing, hey eh, Tim, that we get a lot of people on here, like especially the hometown guys or or junior C guys that say, you know, there's always that one guy you just fucking hated on the ice. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, like you're in the beer league and. He's on your team sitting next to you or on a pickup team sitting next to you. And the guy's a great guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. You leave it on the ice and life's good. Yeah. Um, do you know how many times that's happened to me playing beer league where like I've been on the ice with a guy and I wanted to just kill him. And then the next year I'm on his team. That's what's good is our league out there in fucking uh, out in like Harrow there Sunday afternoons. We draft every year. So there's oh, every a, year, every year. So there's a chance that that could happen. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's happened to me twice, two out of four years I've been there. It's happened. Yeah. And but there's by, a lot of people that don't like you. Ain't. I know, whatever. And then by, <laughs> by the, and then by the end of the year, we love each other. So it's all good. <laughs> the, the Bell river, the Bell river contact league used to do that. Mm -hmm. When I played it every year, every year you had a draft. Did you play yeah. in it? Oh Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough. Yeah, I played in it for about uh, five years, and uh, yeah, it was great. We had it was a a draft day. We 
met at the Cooper court and we did all the draft and all that. So you'd know who you're playing with and it was a really big deal, but yeah. That'd be cool. Did you get to walk up and put on the shirt and pretty much no, but <laughs> <laughs> almost, but not almost you, you, you would get up a bit, but you wouldn't go up. I want to see where I'm getting drafted. Uh, fucking third round again. <laughs> Our guys, you just get a call from the captain. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that's all you get. You yeah, get it's a- all the captains getting together and just getting shit hammered. And which is why I'm glad I'm one of those captains now because we drink about <laughs> yeah. 18 beers while we draft. <laughs> so it's perfect. I love it. I was always the last picking those, and then healthy scratches in the fucking beer league too. <laughs> just make sure everything's cold, eh? Good so, job, Rob. Yeah, that boy. One of Every the team's got to have one, Timmy. That's true. Did uh, did you guys? You're ever, welcome. <laughs> did uh, did you guys ever have like? I'm sure you guys just had absolute fucking parties. You guys had to have had benders when you guys back then. Come on, look at him. He, oh, already he's like, oh shit. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Did End you of have story. Ones? <laughs> What about your rookie party? Yeah. Something I good. I have a rookie party. No, you guys oh, never, you were did never a rookie. No, oh, because I came in right at the end of the season. So I didn't get to, you know, start right from the get go. Right. No preseason, no nothing. So I was kind of overlooked. I thank God. <laughs> Tim, who were your goalies? Um, Joe Guerin one year and uh, Dave Gagne. Um, he played for the Red Wings. Yep. And uh, not Joe. Aunt, not Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Sorry, Joe. For you, Joe. I was pulling for you, bro. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Joe for two years. Uh, Dan in '85. I think that was his last year before he went to college. But uh, was it was Les Garrett there too? Nope, not playing. No. Oh, okay. Oh. So Joe must have thrown some benders. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> I wouldn't either. So, so yeah. they were better. <laughs> they were great. <laughs> I don't remember. Joe still oh. throws good parties for fuck's sake. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> There's always a cold beer in Joe's fridge. Oh yeah, always. Is there any certain um, coach that you really liked when you were coming up? Because I'm sure there's some that that you didn't like. But who's that one that like installed a lot of faith in you? Shall we say? Joe Garon. <laughs> I, I think I learned the most. I think I learned the most from uh, the coaches, Buzz Burling and uh, Kim Ferguson. I had them for a few years, just at that Bantam midget age. Mm-hmm. Um, they stick out in my head as great teachers. Like I pick stuff up and I got better every year. Um, and then the threes, it was uh, Glennie O'Neill. And uh, Mike Quinlan. And they were old school, um, throwing garbage cans in the dressing room. Um, Yeah. Good old days. Oh, yeah. Right now you'd get sued. But uh, (laughs) I remember them hitting Darren Rickard with a full garbage can in the dressing room in Leamington one time. Rickard, Rickard, he was a defenseman, right? Nope. He was a forward. Oh, okay. Uh, What was his his nickname? Uh, Turk. Turk. That's it. That's it. And he got hit. I, I used to play hardball with him. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Because the, the coach said something along the lines of uh, fuck, poor guy. <laughs> some somebody somebody say something that think they played a good game and he was just getting ready to say something and he threw it. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how now how the hell so you're here and then you went out like out east, shall I say. How did you end up there? Um uh Wally Ellsworth uh scouted for Cape Breton. I think he's from that area. So when we were done the Junior C League that one year, he came to me and actually Dave Crothers, who played for the 73s, another great hockey player, um, he asked us if we wanted to play out in the East Coast, full scholarship. So I thought about it and said, sure, why not? Where do I sign? Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I flew down there and it was – Seven days a week hockey, five days practice, uh, two games at home or two games on the road. Uh, yeah, it was eat, sleep, hockey. That'd be awesome. I think I went to school in there somehow. Too <laughs> Here and there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that I, tends to happen once yeah. in a while. And, and, you, and you met a, a Nova Scotia girl. Yes, I did, Rob. And if you want to hear that story, I, right. was... I do want to hear the All story. Right, yeah. Marty Wilson said, bring up the Nova Scotia girl. All right, well, that, was, in. that was actually the second year. Um, the first year I played in uh, in Sydney, Nova Scotia. The second year I went to uh, Dartmouth to play my last year junior hockey. And I was figuring I was going to go back. But, um, yeah, we were at our flat, which we had two guys stand there and I was out back on the deck and I see a car come around the corner and there was fire coming from the engine. So I jumped down and uh, told her to pop the hood. And I was, uh, I grabbed a box, picked up the snow and was dumping it in the hood, put the fire out. And she's like, Oh, that's great. I let her use the phone and everything. Well, the next week she came back and brought me a shovel because I was using that box to shovel snow. <laughs> so she brought me a shovel with a bow on it. And pretty much that's where the story has to end, Rob. Well, you're like MacGyver, right? Oh, yeah. I adapt. <laughs> that's where the story has to end, Rob. <laughs> that's where the story has to end. Well, the after show, I could tell you the rest. <laughs> okay. We'll get into that once we get off the air. Off the air. Okay. <laughs> Now, it snows like a motherfucker there, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Some of the uh, trips we couldn't finish because we'd uh, go into either PEI or somewhere down south like Turo and that, uh, either or Moncton. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the uh, bridge back then. We had to take a ferry across PEI. But uh, great, beautiful country. I'm so glad I was out there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it gets really bad. Rob, you're are over you there the fucking ferry? smirking, Rob. What are you going to say? You're over there smirking. <laughs> I was like, are you allowed to save ferry even? <laughs> now, now you just have to use big boat. That's how you <laughs> big boat. Big boat, move, car mover. <laughs> now, you were out there for how long were you there for? Like out um, east? Two years. Uh, my first year was Cape Breton. So I was just out there for school. I came back. Um, the next year when I played in Dartmouth, the junior A, 
I stayed there the whole summer too. So I was really out there for a full year. I remember leaving, um, it was Niagara Falls, Rob, you were probably there. We were playing, uh, the provincials. When it poured fucking rain. We got beat out. We got beat out that weekend on a Sunday morning. And I drove from there to Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. No shit, eh? You drove? Yeah. How far was that drive? Uh, I ended up sleeping somewhere. It was probably in like Nova Scotia. It was oh, at least 24 hours. <laughs> That's a fucking long haul, man. Oh, it, it was. And I had oil drip, dripping on my catalytic converter. So it was smoking out of my car. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the good Remember old Remember all those shows I've watched. Just bellowing. Yeah, well, you probably had a box though in the back to put it out, right? So you're okay. You're like a fireman. You're like oh, yeah. fire marshal Bill. It was a clothes hanger and a safety pin. I fixed it. <laughs> and a stick of gum. Yeah. <laughs> you're in there chewing real quick, trying to get it fucking going there. But yeah, we uh I had a great I had a great time the second year too in the junior A. We didn't play hockey as much and I was actually working too so i had a job and was bringing in money but i didn't have to pay for my room so yeah that was a good year so you just party so, so what what were the I, I think i can say this newfies like up there like they're awesome people i've met a bunch of them when i was in toronto one time and we partied in a bar with them and these guys were just amazing people yeah, you know, when everybody in the East Coast has a bottle of potato moonshine underneath their sink, Jeez. that you're a good person. Because <laughs> that's stuff that screech. That's all that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I, you, did while you were down there, did you learn how to play the spoons or anything? Like, you know, <laughs> because doesn't everybody go house to house to house to. No, I learned to shuck scallops pretty good. Shuck scallops. I, went to, I don't know what that is. It's like an oyster. Oh, okay. Well, Digby is the world capital of scallop shucking. They do shots with scallops in it, too. Really? But, yeah, one of my roommates was from there. So, um, that's they got the largest tides in the world, too, there. And I actually got uh, second place in a Mr. Buns contest in that town, too. Oh, Mr. Buns. Yeah. Drunk tank the next night. Oh Jesus! How did you get to the? Hey, what happened? I was having a beer with a girl outside, and the officer shone the light down on me and said, "Put that beer down." So I took a drink and threw it in the ocean. Oh yeah, that'll do it. No, kill the dolphin. If I can, there you go. Yeah, tuna's out. <laughs> the whole fucking ecosystem's off now. That's right. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go, Tim. You're the reason the, the ocean's no good no more. We're blaming you for all this COVID shit. Oh, Greta. Greta calls me out every weekend. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Out east. Summertime must have been awesome out there during the summer. Oh, yeah. There's so much to do out there. Oh. Um, we had great times like the lobsters and the fish we would eat like we eat corn here used to get stuff straight off the boat um with the lobsters cheap there was a guy from essex that owned a bar in halifax 
It was called the Upper Deck, Middle Deck, Lower Deck. And it was like a, just a pub at the bottom. So it kind of got pricier as you went up. But my dad told me, he says, go see this guy. Because he's from Essex. And yeah, I went and saw him and had a great time. He treated me like a royalty. And But there was so much to do there. There was ships from, I went on an aircraft carrier that was in World War II, uh, USS Coral Sea. I traded uh, cigarettes with a Russian on a Russian boat. And it was a, one of their satellite tracking boats. It had all its and dishes pointed straight up. And he wanted blue jeans, but I said only I'd smoke. So <laughs> I'll trade you darts. I'll watch your pants. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the name of the boat was the name of the cigarettes, and there was wood chips in them. Oh. I tried to smoke these things, and it was like, Burst into the flames. Every the so Russian long. guy was trying to talk you out of your pants, but he got your darts instead. That's right. I, I don't mind. <laughs> so there you are smoking kindling with a Russian. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Jesus. But yeah, I've never was, heard of that. There was so it much. Was, it was wood chips and potato skins in the cigarettes. <laughs> Dipped in vodka. Yeah. Oh, but I, I got in trouble for walking up the, the, the plank of that boat. They came running at me saying, like, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Yet. 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 Imagine that running or them running out at you and you not knowing what they're saying. And it's like, oh. Because all the other boats you just walked on, right? And uh, yeah. You just, you just sh- turn around and show them your buns. Like, I'm Mr. Buns. Tell me you could bounce a quarter off these things. <laughs> crush a can (laughs) watch this boys oh my god that's fine yeah but i mean there was so much to do out there uh and it is was beautiful um great times Uh, nightlife was incredible in halifax oh i can't imagine it's got to be just beautiful there eh? oh yeah you You go the right time you you said you were there for five years what's that you said you were there for five years? No, just two years. Oh, two years. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, but... I was, uh, reading, I was reading something else. <laughs> there was uh, so much to do. Never ran out of stuff, especially being young. Oh, yeah. Being young, ODs. Fuck yeah. Rob, go ahead, bro. Okay, Timmy, I, I got a question for you. The, one of our popular fans asked this one. Um, have you ever bit anybody playing a game of hockey? Fuck off. <laughs> uh, okay, yes, but your hand was in my mouth. Did you say yes, but? Yes. Also, your hand was in my mouth when it happened. Don't put your hand in my mouth. That's right. That's a no-no. So, like, what was he giving you? The hook? He was trying to reach around from the back to get at me and got the two hands actually pulled it apart i could stick my tongue like way down here oh so i uh clamped down and finished the job it off no no geez no oh all you gotta do is just a little i pressure. thought it was gonna be a better story than that <laughs> <laughs> I got okay, his i'm gonna throw jamie under the bus he's he said it was a referee no no Oh, Jamie told you that story? Yeah, yeah. Never bit a referee. I might have shot a buck or two, but... (laughs) I might have shot a puck or two. Drew fucking grabbed a ref by his helmet. We were in a brawl one time, and the ref skated up behind him and, like, put him in this, like, fucking chokehold, and Drew didn't know who it was. 
reach back like this, grabbed the ref by his helmet and flipped him. He got like nine games, 10 games. It was insane. Oh, you'd get your a lifetime ban nowadays. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was insane. Rob, what do you what are you fishing for over there? I like what you're doing. I like it. Go oh, ahead. I just I just looking for stuff, but I was Shoot I'm it. hoping his internet breaks. <laughs> I already unplugged it once. <laughs> and then I could couldn't get the lights. Fuck. Jesus balls. Get your shit together, Rob. <laughs> Did not bite a ref. <laughs> That's Yet. So, so, and I got a story for you. When I was, when I was playing baseball with Timmy, he was on the Legion team with us and we're, we're playing in the playoffs and um, Timmy's a dirty fucking pitcher. Like he can throw it between his legs. Were you going to say something, Tim? Well, it's a challenging pitcher. It's not dirty. No, I mean, just like, (laughs) I I meant that in a good way. Like, you know, a dirty... Dirty toe drag, not my Easy. toe drag, Easy. but a dirt. You know what I mean? He was a dirty. He was fucking great. Yeah. So we're playing against my brother's team, the A ones, and uh, Timmy. Uh, Timmy's uh, throw throw first pitcher, first batter. He throws one between his legs, and lands it right on the mat. And umpire calls time. And and, and my brother's team, they're all like uh, 17, 18, 19, 20. And they just erupt and they're going fucking crazy. You can't do that. That's bullshit. Oh, Get this guy off the mound, you know? And Timmy's like, okay, fine. So Timmy would uh, grab a scoop of dirt in front of him. And as he's dropping the sand in front of him, he'd throw the ball through it <laughs> and he fucking land on the mat. <laughs> they're like, what the fuck is going on? Do you so remember I- that? Sometimes you got to get in their head. Oh, you were in there. We end up beating them that game, but it was so funny to watch kids just explode because of a little bit of controversy. Yeah. Not just say, send the coach out. Uh, hey, uh, is yeah. that legal? Yeah, what the fuck's going yeah. on here? Oh, they're they're all emptying out of the dugout, coming onto the field, and they're like, "Come on, boys." You don't want to do this. We had Chris Jullard on the team, yeah. Al Market on the team. Yeah. You know, like All Dan the- Van Horn. Like we we had a, we had a, a stack team. Yeah. And I said, I'll. It said, Kenny. No matter what happens, me and you, I'll just grab you. <laughs> and whatever <laughs> happens over there, let it happen. <laughs> I I'm oh, if someone ever did that shit to me, that first pitch through the legs, land on the mat, I'd look out at the mound and be like, all right, <laughs> like yeah. all right, here we go. Bring it back at me. It was awesome, but he was good up the middle, so it didn't matter. Yeah, he wanted the ball. He was the guy that said, "I don't want it into. I don't trust anybody. You hit it at me. Yeah. I got this." Yeah, you know, like uh, just just like any good pitcher. Yeah. So I was that's, that, the that's the one thing I'll never forget about you, Tim. That that's that funny. just made me just made me laugh. But there's not much I could do on the mound besides throw underhand. So if I could mix it up and throw a little bit of forty-five, I'll throw. Yeah. You know. Hey, you know what? Did you come with us to uh, Indianapolis? I don't remember. No. no. Oh, it was it was uh, Jamie. Jamie came as Ron. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we went to we went to Staples, got the ID all fucking fixed <laughs> up. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, man, dude, like. Uh nowadays man like if a guy mess around like that on the mound like people lose oh everybody's it. shooting box it's hilarious but who wants to hurt somebody 
Like I don't, I never. Well, we know how softball is nowadays in this area, Rob. It gets a little fucking stupid, right? Well, you go stack teams and you fucking and whatever. The bats but... nowadays too are like ridiculous. They are, and and, and for a pitcher, I, I I'd, I'd wear the whole. Remember the old umpire, like he wore the wore the big yeah, one. The big you know, and... that's what I'd be wearing. Yeah. <laughs> you know I never, I never wore a cup once. Oh, I, I really? don't either. I don't either. Um, no shin pads, no nothing. Nothing, but nowadays I'm not as quick, so I'd probably wear like goalie gear. <laughs> That's what I said. Remember the old umpire, big square, yeah, the big heart, you know. Yeah. Nowadays, That's what I'd wear. they need to just go with the screen. Nowadays. Yep. Like you know what I mean? It'd be safer for everybody. And if you freaking hit it, it's just a dead, dead ball. ball. Yeah. Yep. Now, now, so how would that work if you went to uh, like strike? Two, you got strike two on you. You hit it off the net. Is, are you out? It's no, still... no, no fucking pitch. It's like it never even happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I didn't know how that worked, and, and and that would be ideal. That honestly, that would be ideal. Then you could really let it. Like, there's times where I'm scared to hit the ball to right field or whatever because I think I'm going to hit it up the middle. Exactly. That's the same well, as me too. Especially playing co-ed, and you know, like you you get a girl that's not knowing. All she can do is hit the mat, and then the next thing you know, you're you're watching strike three go by because look, you know that that's where that's going. Look at my mom, perfect yeah, example yeah. of that. Okay, hit so that I'll, lady, hit I'll that tell lady you, right, right in the story eyeball. here, Tim. So we're <laughs> fucking we're mashing on this team. They weren't very good. It was a like mixed game. We were killing this team. So it's like me, my brother, like my mom, like all of us are playing on this team together. And uh, so they we they had this guy in. He couldn't hit the mat. We when he did, we were ripping the tits off of him. So then, uh, so they threw this lady in the pitch. Well, I knew something was up right off the bat because when the ump threw her the ball, she like fumbled it, dropped it. I'm like, okay, this is not good. And I'm standing on deck and I'm watching this and I'm like, this isn't good. So my mom is hitting after me. So I get up. I like flew out or something like i was just trying to get through the fucking inning like so and then so my mom comes out she's already walked like fucking three four times probably and uh so she's three and oh in the count and i'm like swing the fucking bat that was exactly my exact words from the bench swing the fucking bat the next pitch comes in no word of a lie my mom hits it straight off the bat off this chick's face oh my bleeding everywhere like everywhere <laughs> okay was everybody looking at you i was like oh my god like my job you doing the swing i was like mom's a killer mom's a killer like and then they're like that lady's a mess it was like a slap shot kind of thing it's like Jesus. but it was like i, I felt so bad because i'm like swing the fucking bat and then she finally does the, that i think that was the only time my mom swung the bat that night and she hit that chick in the face she was a killer yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" Sorry, Ma, but I had to tell the story. Mama G's a killer. Yeah, Mama, Mama G's yeah, Mama G don't play, but she felt bad for weeks after that. Like, weeks oh yeah, weeks. I bet you for months she felt bad about that. But imagine, but uh, Timmy, back to hockey. Yeah, I got a question for you, and I ask every guest this: so, if there was a goal-scoring song that you would like, you know, when you scored that one goal that you would want to hear played over the loudspeaker, what would it be? 
jeez. Uh, he should could have gave me this question before. I could have thought about it. Because they fuck everybody on this question. Big time. Everybody's like, ah. Only What's one guy answered it quick. Well, we are the champions is a cop-out, I think. Oh, for sure. Answering that, but... Um, Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> to this day. This is where you say, great question, Rob. Great question. And I Google it. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, Scotty <laughs> Gomez was the fastest one to answer that question. What was his answer? Do you remember? He said anything by... Anything from the stones? Yeah, anything from the stones. But he, he was like this when he when he answered it and he even like listed off a few songs i think too actually stairway to heaven because like it's just soaking it for the longest amount of time <laughs> it's like a 17 minutes i just go around like slap shot <laughs> no no you can't drop the puck till this song's over that's right just leave the equipment on leave the equipment on for fuck's sake <laughs> oh, that's, that's right <laughs> kids are going kids are getting put to bed before that song's over <laughs> that's funny <laughs> hey so uh okay, so timmy leave, leave us with your uh fondest memory of playing hockey like what was your the one story that you would tell anybody everybody about your uh, career or about, about something that happened that you played with somebody that you saw um just probably the first time like the first year we played we won the great lakes junior hockey league like for this area and uh, being so young and the places being so packed, you couldn't hear the guys on the bench because the the hometown fans and just, yeah, just that sound and the deafening sound and the excitement and everybody just throwing stuff, jumping. Like you don't even remember what happened exactly on the ice. Cause just, it was medlam, right? It, it was just crazy. Yeah. So that's probably the first year we won when I was playing for the junior junior C. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, now, do you remember when uh, in the old barn they had that side door that led down to the parking lot? You know, where everybody go out and grab their beers and have a couple beers, come back up. Yeah. And they and you guys are playing Leamington, and uh, not going to mention any names, Beater. Uh, um, <laughs> But they had they had that pile of snowballs. Oh. When, when anybody from Leamington would kind of get the breakaway or whatever, the fucking ice is just you see like three or four snowballs come raining down and, and you see the, the guy fucking throwing his elbows up, like, what the fuck is this? There was a guy, I think it was Leamington, that threw eggs. Oh, I'd kill somebody. Yeah. Two eggs on the ice? Yeah. We used to get pelted in other arenas with garbage all the time. And how do you enforce it except stop the stop the play? Well, you and, give the, the home team a penalty, right? I think now, back then, it was just like... No. Yeah. I no. say it a few times. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, crazy. Crazy back then. Yeah. Hey. I always ask everyone to, who do you think is going to win it this year? Who's going to win it all this year? Who's going to bring home the cup this year in the NHL? Um, I'm thinking 
I'm like in Tampa again. Oh yeah, the fucking repeat. Yeah, I just anything but Toronto. Rob. Come on, Tim. <laughs> Rob's going. Jeez. <laughs> I think I think if the Maple Leafs won the cup, it would be the biggest thing in hockey in the last what 50, 54 years. Last oh. time Toronto won the cup, it was about this big, right? Fifty four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Their name's not even on the cup no more, is it? No, no it's been shoved down. It's yeah. on the Holy Grail now. It's oh. on. It's inside the actual bowl, so that hey, way- yeah, you don't even see it anymore. Like it's just like <laughs> upper epsilon. I said be weird because uh, teams are playing against each other, right? So mm-hmm. like the Leafs are playing just Canadian teams. When you get past the first round and they start playing. It's going to be weird because they've never met each other this year. So it's going right. to be different. I think, I think there'll be some – well, the ri- rivalries that have been created throughout the league, right, they, they've been pretty good. Like, there's been some pretty good, you know, shit kickings on teams. I love all the fighting. But the great thing is, is always the controversy of, well – Toronto's never played Tampa Bay. Well, Tampa Bay's never played Toronto. Yeah. You know, like uh, nobody's nobody's played uh, not Chicago because they're shit. Uh, Boston, the Islanders, Boston. You know, like I, I couldn't like it, it's it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to yeah. predict, and yeah. I I wouldn't bet money on any team for sure for to lock no. it up. Mm-hmm. No, and it's gonna and and here we are again. Like what what, what interests me is. Uh, you know, like everybody's saying about the two goalie system. I don't see anybody using the two goalie system. Either goalies are hurt or goalies are and like, look at Toronto. They're playing with three guys all the time. Hutchison, Hutchison's playing tonight. Toronto's winning tonight, but you know what I mean? Like Hutchinson, I, I, I don't trust him. Campbell, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, and Freddie Anderson, I, I'm still not, I don't like any of them. I don't like any of them. Yeah, you're not comfortable. I I'm that. not confident. I'm not confident in any of them. But, you know, they say, oh, well, Anderson's hurt. Well, I didn't like Anderson the year before that. And I didn't like Anderson the year before that. Yeah. So I think he's, I think he's a glorified Bernier. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get, a, it's hard to get a perfect team in today's NHL. It is. It is. It's got to be the hardest thing to win, right? Wouldn't you oh, say? Oh, yeah. Everybody needs a defenseman. Right. And Toronto needs a couple and. So yeah, it's crazy. Well, well they I don't think... they don't need offense, that's for sure. <laughs> I think they need I think they need that. I like like I've been saying on this podcast for months. When when that shit happened with Flurry, with Flower, and he got backstabbed uh and out and they yeah, put Vegas, yeah. What's his Matt, name in uh, Matt Murray, who's now in Ottawa. <laughs> no, no, not when it was in Pittsburgh. When they were when he was in Vegas. Oh, Robin Leonard. Leonard. They put Leonard in, and and Flurry got mm-hmm. fucked again. It was I like think... Toronto, pick him up, and you guys will be a dynasty. But here's the thing. That's though. honestly what I thought. Like they, like I don't know, man. I don't know if he's gonna want to leave Las Vegas. So he's got it pretty good there. Those two are the best one-two punch for goalies in mm-hmm. the league. Like nobody even touches them. Not even close. But you will be the greatest goalie in history if you go to Toronto and fucking win. Oh, you yeah. win the Stanley Cup. You you will you will own Canada. But he's already got three. 
<laughs> he will own Canada. Yeah, you don't understand. I know. Anybody who wins a cup there in fucking Toronto who wins an X Cup will be an instant legend. Doesn't right. matter who you are. That's what I mean. You're instant you're just gonna be bam. You're going to be held up on a pedestal. You're going to be walked in on a great big fucking golden chair every time you come to the arena. <laughs> so, do you think they can do it this year, Rob? I do. I do. A good chance. Even with the shitty guy in net who you say, well, not shitty, but just you don't like him that much. None of them goalies are shit. I just don't trust them. I, I, but, but who's up? Who's out there? Who's available? Make a trade. I don't know. I don't know. Now, uh, Tim, are you a Leafs fan? No, Red Wings. Oh, my man. Fucking right. See, this guy here, Rob. See, this guy gets it. He gets it. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're in a rebuild. If I got to get another yeah. fucking history lesson on it happens. Like, when they won, how long ago. Don't make me fuck. message fucking bear. I didn't have gray hair then. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sakes. 2008. But uh, anyways, Rob, do you have anything else? For no, just- that's it. I'm good, and All I really right. appreciate you coming on, Tim. This was such a treat. Yeah, this is. Uh, I was looking so forward to it all day because <laughs> you're uh, you're a total beaut, and uh, I love you, buddy. Hey, thanks, man. And uh, we'll get together, all of us, for beers, and I'll finish that story for you. Okay, oh, yeah. for sure. I got a month off work, so I got lots of time. I'll meet <laughs> you at the Grove tomorrow, and we'll hit some uh, balls. Oh yeah. That was a nice swing, by the way. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> well, I worked out today. My shoulders are sore. <laughs> I can see that. Oh, brutal. All right, Tim. Thank you so much, buddy. Okay, no problem. Love you. And there he was, folks, Mr. Timmy McDermott. What a great time it was sitting down, crushing a couple beers, shot to shit. He was uh, he was pretty funny guy. Turns out he's a fucking pretty good golfer, too. So we're going to have to hit the links this summer for sure. In the meantime... Um, I'm still kind of wondering with Rob here. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. It's, I seriously hope he's all right. Um, but we'll get that full story. Like I said earlier, we'll get that whole, we'll get all that sorted out next week. So in the meantime, we got a pretty big interview next week coming up as well. Obviously I can't say, cause I, we never really, cause every time I try to drop something or try to give a hint out for something at freaking it doesn't work out. So I'm not saying it, ever. And I'm not dropping hints anymore. I'm not doing it. Because every time I did, I did it two times and it fucked me. <laughs> so I'm not doing that anymore. So in the meantime, we'll see you guys next week. Rob signing off from home. And we'll see you guys next week. Talk to you. Yeah, I can get behind it.